Hello and welcome back to Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be podcast. I am your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm so excited to be here with you for episode number seven. Today, I am sharing with you an interview I did with the lovely and wonderful Jules Kilker. And Jules is in is a successful entrepreneur. She is a mother of three, all under the age of five. She lives in South Florida and she is almost at the top of the network marketing company, uh, Juice Plus. And that is actually how I met Jules. So I joined the Juice Plus company two years ago in one of my strides for a side hustle. And when I met Jules and talked to her for the first time, I was just enamored by her love of people and her caringness and her generosity to others and just who she was. And we got to know each other for about a year or so, you know, just via voice messaging, via Zoom. And no, didn't get to meet her in person until, you know, well over a year after I met her. And when I got to meet her in person, I was even more excited to meet her and so excited to be, you know, know who she was and to be a part of her team. And, and while I continue with the Juice Plus company, um, solely my business now is, um, coaching women and nonprofit consulting, but I still am a part of the Juice Plus company because I believe in the mission. I believe in the products and going to the conference for me about a year ago, it is about a year ago. It was October of 2017. I went to my first conference and I truly learned at that point that personal growth, you will not go anywhere without personal growth. And it was that conference that um, jumpstarted me. I was dabbling in a personal growth journey and that was what really jumped me in with two feet and really turned that personal growth journey into hyper, hyperdrive, overdrive, whatever words you want to use. So I knew I wanted to interview Jules. I wanted her to be a part of this podcast because of her story. She started network marketing, you know, just as a side hustle, as a way to make a little extra income. And then when her kids came along, she knew she needed more out of life and she was unhappy with where she was. And she just wanted more time freedom. She wanted to have more control over her schedule and she has gotten that and how she shares her story and her journey is inspiring to me. So I in turn wanted to talk to her so that she could inspire and share her story with all of you. So I'm going to jump right in and we're going to get to that interview with Jules. So here we go. Hi, Jules. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited you're here today and I'm so excited to share your story with everybody. So I'm going to say, let's just jump in. Let's jump right in and share with us a little bit about your story, your background, what you do. Um, and how you got to be, you know, where you are right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'll start with where I am right now and then I'll take you back. So right now I am living in Boca Raton, Florida. I am married. I have three children. They are ages five, two, and one. And, um, I'm basically, um, living my best life now, (laughs) but, uh, you know, uh, about a decade ago, it wasn't it wasn't the same, and so what has um, transpired basically was I was working actually 
um, as a manager of a restaurant. I graduated from Oklahoma State University with a hotel restaurant degree. And, you know, you come out of college and you use your degree, supposedly, that's what we're supposed to do. And I was working 60 plus hours at a restaurant. I'm driving 30 minutes on a highway full of traffic every day back and forth. And um, one day I was driving into work and I was on the phone with one of my friends and I was bawling and I, my feet hurt. I was extremely tired. I was overweight. I had a lot of really bad habits like eating peanut butter pie for lunch and french fries for dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> And also smoking and drinking, what the restaurant people do. And I um, said, I can't do this anymore. And she says, then don't. And I thought, oh, why haven't I thought of that? (laughs) Right, don't. And so I actually quit the next week, um, which was just shock to all of them. People don't normally just quit when they're starting their careers. Um, But I quit to be a personal trainer, which was, I think, what shocked everybody because I was not the picture of health. But I had known that I wanted to help people get healthier. I did have a passion for health. In college, I liked to work out. Um, I liked to try and eat healthy. And so when I was working in the restaurant, I was just um, completely unhealthy. And I wanted to make a complete 180 and change the direction of my life. So I quit and I started personal training. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. Super crazy. And what is even crazier is um, within the course of a few months, I had a full client base. And then with the course of a year, I was teaching 36 fitness classes a week. I was also personal training clients um, from sun up till the sun went down. Um, And a very similar thing happened to me after doing that. I took a look in the mirror and I thought, this isn't what I want to do either. Um, Although I love, I love the the gym. I love fitness. I love all things healthy, but I was killing myself to make other people healthy. And I had neglected my own self. Um, and so, (laughs) um, things always just happen at the right moment, you know, and that's when, um, a network marketing business, um, that was in the health and wellness industry was brought to my attention. And I started doing that, um, along with my, my fitness business. And I built both of them up, um, until I was able to let go of fitness completely. So that's kind of where I'm at now. I do teach one class a week, (laughs) which is basically for fun. And, um, and I do, uh, juice plus, um, you know, full time. Yeah. That's so exciting. I don't think I had any idea that you had a degree in hotel and restaurant management. I had no idea that part of your story. That's Yeah, I managed restaurants for a few years. And I loved that too, because it was chaotic and busy and I was around tons of people. So I loved that part of the business. But there's a whole other side that's kind of ugly. Yeah, I can imagine. I was a hostess for like a couple months. I was like, no, I don't belong in this world. I don't belong in this world of restaurant life. It Um, really is. You're either you're either, you either belong in it or you don't. (laughs) It's a certain type of person. I love it. So tell me a little bit because, um, we met through the network marketing company. We met through juice plus. If it weren't for that, we would never even know each other. So tell me a little bit because I loved how you went from working these crazy hours at the restaurant to working these crazy hours as a trainer. 
and you just kind of kept, I don't love that piece of it, but I love that you kind of kept going, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I need to do something else. I need to do something or something needs to happen. This isn't working. So tell me how like the network marketing came to your life and then how it now, how that fits in. And now you are living your best life. So tell me a little bit more about that. Okay. Well, um, I've always, uh, kind of trusted my gut. Um, my whole life. I've, I've been really intuitive to, um, to what my, my soul, my spirit, my gut is telling me. And so I knew from the, obviously the restaurant industry to the fitness industry, I knew that wasn't a right fit. Um, and honestly, when I first heard about juice plus, I did not know that was going to be something that was going to become a career for me. I just knew that I loved it and I knew it was a right fit at the right time. Um, and so what's interesting is like the restaurant business, the fitness industry, they've all kind of been stepping stones to get me to where I am now. Um, and what, you know, really has happened in juice plus is that, um, I have been mentored and I've been built up and I've learned so much that over time I realized, oh my goodness, I don't have to trade, um, hours for dollars doing what I love. And this is truly what I love is helping people get healthier. Um, and in the fitness industry, I was doing that, um, halfway because I was sacrificing my own health. And a lot of times in fitness, they don't put the nutrition piece in. So with, um, my juice plus and, you know, business, I got to actually put the nutrition piece in and really, really help people get healthier and realized, oh my goodness, this is like a perfect combination. I actually get to sit in my pajamas at night and talk to people. <laughs> I don't have to, you know, I don't have to be completely on all the time, but I'm, I'm actually like helping others while I get to, you know, make my own schedule, um, decide what I'm worth because what the network industry does is it pays you what you put in. And so I got to decide, you know, what I was worth a lot of times as a trainer and as a manager, they told me what I would make. So, um, that, um, and, you know, just being able to make my own schedule, be my own boss, all those things transpired over time. And I realized this is the perfect fit for me. Um, not that it's always been easy because it definitely has not. Um, but there was, there was, um, something that, um, told me back in the beginning, keep going, keep going. And now that still small voice says you're in the right place when it gets hard, take a break, keep going. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. And so tell me how, so you kind of, we, touched on as we sit here in our pajamas, we are recording this at eight 30 at night, which yes. is the best part when you do your own business, you can make your own hours. So that's right. With three kids under the age of five, how, I mean, and you started this business before you had kids, correct? Before they yes. were even in the yeah. picture. Yeah. I mean, before so I how, married. yeah. How has that been for you kind of transitioning, kind of taking that business and transitioning it now now I'm just doing it on the side or I'm also training, but now I'm a mom with three kids and I'm making this work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's still a work in progress yeah. to figure out how to work. Um, 
life is always changing. And I always say seasons. We're just, it's just full of seasons. When I started this business, I was single. Um, and I say kind of like a gypsy soul. I just did whatever I wanted when I wanted. Um, and, uh, I met this guy who wanted to date me. So of course I made him buy juice plus. And when he did, I knew that we might have, you know, a future together. Um, and so, uh, I learned to kind of work it, you know, planning a wedding. Um, and we got pregnant pretty soon after. So that's when, um, I was still actually, I was still, when I got pregnant, I was still working Juice Plus pretty part-time. I was still focused on training. Juice Plus was like a supplemental part of my income, which in network marketing happens to most people. They use it. Um, it's kind of like a, a, a side hustle, a side income. That's what it was. Um, I got pregnant and I had my first baby. I told all my classes, I will be back in three months, probably sooner. I mean, I, I was teaching a class the day I went into labor. I taught a class a few hours later, my water broke. So I was bouncing on a BOSU ball. So I was, I was super, you know, loved fitness. And I said, I'll be back in three months, probably sooner. Just everybody hang tight. Cause everyone's like, when are you coming back? So, um, I had my baby, um, Maddox and I took one look at him and honest to goodness, I knew I couldn't go back to work full time. There's no way. And I struggled for three months on my, whatever that's called. What is that? Your pregnancy break. Whatever they call in corporate America, but it was my maternity leave, which I didn't get paid for because of course I was an independent contractor as a personal trainer. Um, but even not being paid, I still couldn't bring myself to go back to work. I wrestled every single day not wanting to go back to work. And as those three months drew closer, I just, I was, I remember telling my husband, I can't go back to work. He said, take another month off. So I took another month off and I called my, my sponsor in Juice Plus And I said, I know you made this work, you know, for you, you were able to leave your career. What do I need to do? And I basically plugged into a tried and proven system that most of these companies have to to climb the marketing plan. And I worked my tail off for that first year of my son's life to be able to basically let go of most of my fitness classes by the time he was two years old. And then by the time my second came along, which was a short two and a half years later, I had let go of pretty much all of them um, just by kind of plugging into that system. I think that's awesome. And now you get to teach one a week because you went to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because yeah. You you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I love when you were talking about, because uh, I always just resonate so much when people talk about, I just didn't want to go back. Like you have your, that's exactly how I was. I'm like, I just don't want to, like, you just know yeah. that it doesn't feel right. No. Like I got yeah. chills. I was like, I, it like, it, you know, you talk about it and it was five years ago because Maddox is the same age as. Yes. Us. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, that's exactly what I was like. I don't want to do this. I've got to do something else. I've got to do something else. So, I mean, yeah, kids are great motivating it out, you know? Yeah. I love it. So, tell me how, because I know for me, going to conference and really stepping into network marketing really catapulted my personal growth journey because they inspire the people within there and everybody above you just inspire this motivation of, you, you really need to grow as a person in order to yes. work the business. So tell me how yeah. that journey has been 
for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, so this is one of my favorite things about network marketing is the self-growth aspect. I don't think you get that in, I would say 98% of the other careers that you could choose. Yeah. Anything that you could make money doing, um, you are hard pressed to find um, bosses and sponsors and whatever that want you to grow as a person. That was one of the biggest pieces of this company and this business that drew me in because I grew up in with my dad who listened to Earl Nightingale, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn. I mean, we had those CDs on repeat growing up. So I was like spitting out, you know, self-growth stuff ever since I was in high school and college when um, I came into the business and, you know, they said, in order for things to get better, you must get better. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is my jam. These are my people. <laughs> it's like, I love, I love growing. I love getting better. Um, I love learning and I love, you know, stretching. And so that's what is really encouraged, but it's also completely 100% necessary to succeed in this type of business because nobody is born, goes to school and graduates college thinking, I want to be a network marketing professional. And not a lot of people have that skill set either. Um, you know, it's a physical skill set and it's also an emotional skill set. And so there's a lot of just self-growth that happens in our business through podcasts, yes. through uh, YouTube videos, through calls, through conference, which is a huge, you know, get together with about five, 7,000 other people, um, reading books, listening to audio, you know, CDs, stuff like that. So I just love that stuff. I eat it up and I know when I'm not doing well in the business or just emotionally, I haven't been doing that. And my husband will say, go listen to a podcast <laughs> and he'll just start sending them to me. Cause he's like, he knows. That's awesome. And I love it. Now that you say that about your dad always listening to kind of having those things on repeat, you know, the Jim Rohn, the Zig Ziglar's, those people that, you know, I didn't learn about till I was older. So it almost, it goes back to when you were you know, doing the restaurant business and you were in, and you just knew something wasn't right because yeah. you had yeah. kind of been in that. And I think that's, you know, a testament to, you know, to your dad kind of being in that environment and you growing up in it. Like, I just think that's, mm -hmm. to me, that's incredible because I didn't discover all of this stuff until I was older, you know, and I'm coming in like, wait a minute, why, why did I know all of this really cool information and all of this personal growth? And then you go back and I find out about a Jim Rohn who's been talking about it for, you know, years, yes. decades, yes. you know, which is just incredible. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit as we kind of talk about this personal growth and, podcasts and audiobooks kind of what what is your go-to kind of what would you you know because I know for me kind of it changes day by day like this is the person that's inspiring me today so who mm -hmm. are your who are your go-to's who are your people that you really lean to when you need that inspiration and that motivation okay well um I really like I'll just say um my sponsors in the business have been instrumental. And I think the only way that you can inspire others is that you yourself have been inspired. And I really um, am super grateful and blessed that I have had some of the most amazing sponsors in the business. A lot of times I go to them first <laughs> um, because, because they've walked the, 
almost the exact walk that I'm walking. Um, they've failed where I have failed. They've struggled where I have struggled. And they almost have um, the perfect advice to give me. So I always, um, we call it wine up. I always wine up to them and they're always there to listen. Um, that would be number one in all honesty. But then um, one of my favorite speakers and authors is John Maxwell. And um, his platform is servant leadership. And that's something that I've had to learn, <laughs> um, you know, the hard way or, you know, I just had to learn really how to, I'm still learning how to be a servant leader, but I love him because I think he, he says things so eloquently and he does walk the walk. You know, he actually comes and speaks at a local church here once a year and we get to see him live and stuff, which is just really incredible. But some of his principles, the, um, the seven laws of leadership, stuff like that have really been just key in helping me develop my leadership skills. That's incredible. And of course, I mean, I love Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar. I always, um, I love, you know, their books and there's YouTube now, YouTube videos that people have put stuff of theirs together and made, you know, montages and stuff that I can yeah. find. I'm like, this is so cool. Cause obviously, you know, they're, they've passed away, but the clips of them are still so I'm like, Oh, I wish I saw them live, but just to be so I inspirational. Love, yes. I just love them. They're like the, the pioneers, Earl Nightingale. A lot of people don't know who he is, but he really, he was like Jim Rohn's mentor. He's like, he's like the the pioneer of this self-growth stuff. And he's really cool. I haven't listened to him in a while, but he's kind of where it all started for me. That's awesome. And I don't, I know I've heard his name before, but I haven't listened to any of that stuff. So I'm going to have to, that's yeah, going to go on my list of things to, of YouTube to, to check out, yes. yeah. <laughs> which is just awesome. So tell me what you, you know, as you've gone on this journey to kind of where you are uh, now, what advice, would you share with other women, whether, you know, they're, they're moms who are trying to figure out how to, you know, work their work life into their personal life, or, you know, even before you were married and had kids, like you were really making this journey. So what would you say to someone who was kind of a little lost or unsure or was coming home crying every day because they just... <laughs> couldn't do what they were doing anymore. Like, what would you say, <laughs> what would you have loved to have heard at that point in your life when you were making those decisions? Okay. Well, the first thing I would tell somebody is do not have three kids in five years. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, cause that's definitely been probably the hardest part of my journey is juggling yeah. family and work. But, um, you know, what's interesting about giving somebody advice is it, it would change. You could ask me this right now and it is basically, I would, I'm going to give you the advice of the season I'm in. Yeah. Um, and it could change next month. If you ask me next month, I'd probably tell you something different. Right now, um, I think my biggest piece of advice to anybody who wants to leave their job, who's just starting up this business would be um, to don't give up and um, don't stress out <laughs> and just do your best because there's so much out there right now. There's so much women empowerment. Um, there's a lot of really great authors. Um, I'm reading this book, like um, how to be a badass or not. A oh, badass. You, are, you are a badass. You yes. are a badass. Yes. <laughs> and um, 
Rachel Hollis, and it's amazing, but sometimes that stuff actually makes me feel worse because I'm not doing a lot of those things. And I think I can't live up to a lot of those expectations, like do this, do this, get up early, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, okay, I am just trying to do my best as a mom of three. And I'm trying to um, inspire healthy living. I'm trying to inspire healthy giving. I'm trying to do my best. And some days that looks different than other days. Some days I'm literally killing it. I'm waking up early. I'm doing my Bible study, got my workout done. You know, the kids ate uh, raw peppers. You know, it's like, everything is like, I feel like the sun is shining down on me. And um, I feel like this is, this is amazing. And then other days um, I'm cleaning up vomit and poopy diapers and spills oatmeal and all before 7am, you know, dealing with fits. And I'm thinking, I just, I just don't know if I can deal with a lot today. And I have learned to give myself grace and say, it is okay. Today is not your day to kill it. But that doesn't mean you do nothing. And that doesn't mean you sulk. Um, But I'm always open to, you know, sometimes God just changes my path a little bit. And sometimes I don't need to do my network marketing business that day. I need to talk to a friend who really needs me. And to me, my network marketing business is definitely, it's a priority. You know, it's my family, my faith, my faith, (laughs) my faith, family, and um, my network marketing business. But you know what, sometimes um, it sometimes it just has to go on the back burner, because there's actually a bigger purpose for me in this life. And I just sometimes have to put it on the back burner. And I have to be okay with that. And I have not always been okay with that. I would just tell somebody that's, you know, um, leaving their, you know, wants to leave their job, like, it's okay, if you didn't tell them today, you're leaving. Maybe tomorrow's your day. Just just do the best you can today. Trust your gut. Follow your heart. Um, you know, pray a lot. I, I pray a lot. And um, just do your best. Do your best every day. I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm like, that was so good. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> um, so tell me, um, you mentioned it a few times. So just kind of explain a little bit. You talk about... Um, I guess elaborate on like the seasons. So we're always in different seasons within our life. And I, I know I've heard you talk about it. So I hear you say, and I know exactly what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit, kind of elaborate on those seasons. Okay. So I think, um, a season of life is where the dynamics of your life are one way. And then when the seasons change, just like, you know, when we have fall to winter to spring to summer, you see an actual physical change where fall, the leaves are changing colors. You start to, I mean, not down in South Florida, but I know everywhere else, (laughs) but everywhere else, I mean, I'm stuck. I like make it seem like it's fall inside of our house since it's not looking like that, but there's physical, um, there's actually physical things that happen in season. So in my family, like a season change would be bringing a new baby home from the hospital. Um, my, my five-year-old's going to kindergarten all day school. You know, that was a huge season change change for us. Um, my husband's starting a new job where he's working a lot more hours. Um, it could be maybe more of an emotional or, um, 
a mental change, maybe somebody really close to you passes away. That's a different season. You're going through a lot of different feelings. Um, and, you know, emotions, I know, I like to say, you know, <clears throat> control your emotions. Um, don't let the day run you. You run the day, stuff like that. But we can't really sometimes put off some serious emotions that happen with death and life, um, moving, marriage, stuff like that. So um, right now, we're kind of in a season of transition with just learning how to deal with two toddlers um, and a kid that's going to school and how to balance um, where they're in a really critical state right now of needing their parents, um, needing discipline, you know, we, that's like really important to us that our kids, our kids, you know, know the difference between right and wrong. They know, um, they're just learning so much at this stage. And it's almost like very, very emotionally taxing at times because you're always on as a parent. You're always on as a parent, no matter what. But I think like when all of them go to school, there might be a, it might be a little bit of a different season where I have some more breathing room. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that's what I would mean when I say seasons and they're all, the seasons are always changing for everybody really. Yeah. No. And I know that's, I know that was like for me when it was going from working full time to having the summer, to having two yeah. days a week, to having them back in school full day. Like those were all, that yeah. was very different. And it, it, I think I'm, it took me a good three to four weeks to kind of get used to this new, this new schedule, this new season that we're in. And I like this one a whole yeah. lot. I loved the summer and it was fun, but I was ready to like hunker down for the school. Oh week. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm in, like, let's go. So, yes. That's yeah. awesome. So tell me, so I know, um, that you have a very supportive husband in all this. So tell me how you guys work this, you know, as a family with the three kids under five and your husband's working. You just said he's working more hours. Like how with your relationship, because I know that's a big piece of, that means a lot to you. Um, yeah. Talking about, you know, your relationship and keeping that strong and working the business. Mm -hmm. He's a big supporter of yours. So just mm -hmm. kind of talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, um, I just want to be real because I know that there's people listening to this that are in different seasons and maybe um, that are already in network marketing or in um, a different career path that they were in before. And the husband may not be supportive. Um, you know, we go through seasons where when I'm grinding really hard, um, anytime you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So when I'm grinding in Juice Plus, I'm saying no to dinner, <laughs> making dinner, I'm saying no to cleaning the house. I'm saying no to doing the laundry. Um, and although he is very supportive and he will give 110% during those seasons, he gets burnt out too. So, you know, we have to always kind of come back to a place where it's like, okay, we've been out of balance for a little bit too long. Let's come back to where we're balanced. Um, the great thing about him is that he kind of knows when that's happening and I don't because I, I kind of thrive in chaos. And so when things are kind of being chaotic and off balance, I kind of am not noticing maybe where the kids are lacking because I'm going full, full force into Juice Plus and everything's going great. And I don't realize, okay, Maddox is having behavioral issues. Um, the kids, you know, the kids haven't had a really healthy meal in two weeks. And he's the one that kind of is like, uh, okay, let's bring it back. Um, sometimes 
you know, it's, it's uh, maybe more of a heated conversation. <laughs> Sometimes it's more, you know, a gentle conversation. Um, but we both understand the importance of, of balance and also being unbalanced. So that's good. So he lets me run hard um, for as long as he, our family can take it. And then he kind of brings us back to where it's like, okay. Um, and that's kind of how I, I see our lives and my business is kind of just in seasons of um, balance and not being balanced. And balance to me is kind of an illusion, but you know, it's like heavy on one side, heavy on the other, heavy on one, heavy on the other. And then we try to bring it back. Um, but to us, yes, faith is really important to both of us. And then family is obviously super important. And so we, you know, try to, it, we just try to bring it back. And when he has a, a pretty normal job, like he gets up, goes to work, comes home. So he, it's easy for him to kind of see when it's out of balance. I'm kind of in it. I'm in the chaos anyway with Juice Plus and with the kids. It's harder for me to see it. Yeah. So thankfully he does. But we've, we have an agreement like that. It's like, okay, you know, when things are getting a little out of hands, let's, let's, he likes to schedule. <laughs> he likes to plan. So we have a planning meeting where we get to go out to dinner and, you know, um, and talk about what's working and what's not working. And I, I think that's really helpful. Um, you know, if you're a female trying to do this and you have a, a spouse, they, they want to feel included. They want to be needed. Um, and so let them be a part of that, you know, let them, let them feel like they can help somehow and also hear them out, hear their concerns out because sometimes they're feeling um, neglected or whatever they they have, you know, certain feelings too. And it's important that we validate those. Yeah, no, that's true. I love that you guys have the planning meetings. I just <laughs> like, get out your notebook. Here we go. <laughs> we do. We do. He loves it. Oh, I love it. I like resist it. I resist it because I don't like people telling me what to do. And I don't like people planning my day because remember going back to being pre-kids, pre-marriage, I was a gypsy soul. I mean, I had my training, but in between my training, um, I did what I wanted and I could also rearrange my training schedule if I wanted. I could move clients around so I could go paddle boarding all morning. And I did. I did that stuff all the time. And so I don't like somebody sitting down and telling me, um, you know, how to run my day. But I had a good friend. She's actually a very high level up in Mary Kay. Good friend tell me um, there's freedom in schedule. And I just realized that she's right. There's a lot more freedom when your days are scheduled than when you're kind of willy nilly. And so I know that it's, I now know that it's important. Yeah. Well, and with the kids, it's like, okay, if we don't have a schedule, I mean, we all know how they are. If there's no schedule, oh. they're, you yeah. know, our chaos, yeah. can handle it. They can't handle the, oh yeah. The out of routine. No, it's no, like, they thrive. Yeah. They thrive under schedule. Yeah. So I mean, there's so much lessons to learn from our kids because we're really, we're just big kids. We're like big kids in adult bodies. So we really thrive under schedule too. We just think like some of us that are spontaneous, we think that that isn't the case, but it, it is. I think it's, I think we all thrive under schedule. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I like to schedule, but I also don't like to schedule. So it's like right. a, in between, right. but, but yeah. I get it. It totally, it all makes sense. And I love that, you know, you were so open to me. Like, Sometimes it's a heated conversation, but that conversation yeah. is still happening. And I think that's key, especially yes. when you're the one who's working at home. So he at least yeah. gets to disconnect from work. Yes. So I think that's hard yeah. of like, well, I'm at work. So, well, yeah, but when you leave, you're done. My work is always, right. it's always here and it's always around me, you know? Yeah. So, but I think what you're doing and how you're doing it with the three kids and the family and it, what you're doing with network marketing and juice plus is just amazing. And you, since the moment I think I had my first conversation with you inspired me and I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy to hear you can say that you're living your best life now, you know, mm-hmm. you found your way and you're going to continue going through each of these seasons too alter them and to kind of figure out what's next and how you're going to continue to grow and move forward. So. Yeah. I mean, ultimately the goal is to leave a legacy for my children. Just like when you said you didn't have that growing up, like there's so much we can leave on to them. Um, And with, when you're doing your own thing, when you're following your passion and you're doing your own thing and you're doing what you're really called to do, um, there's going to be so much blessing in that for your kids. And it's going to be neat to see it play out. Like even for me, I think the blessings get passed down. And so um, even though I feel like I'm, I am living the life I created and I designed, I just can't imagine what it looks like for their, what it's going to look like in their generation, even better, you know? So that's just really, that's, I think the most exciting part and the most inspiring part. And also um, my biggest driver for doing what I do. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, your kids are very, very lucky and blessed to have you. And, and I never really thought about what their lives will look like in like career wise, what opportunities they're going to have, you know, in 20 years. Yeah. I can't, I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh, it's so not fair. (laughs) Like what are they eating for lunch tomorrow? No, I can't think that far. I can't. I didn't even make lunches yet. I know. Well, Jules, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time here to join us and tell us very end. If anybody wanted to reach out to you and talk to you or learn a little bit more, how can they reach you and how can they find you? Um, Basically social media is the best way on Instagram. I'm Jules Kilker and Facebook. um, My profile is public. So it's Jules Kilker there too. So that would be the best way. Awesome. All right. I will link everything in the show notes. So thank you so much, Jules. Awesome. Thank Thank you. you. I hope you all enjoyed that interview with Jules. I was so thrilled to talk to her and have this conversation with her. And I learned a little bit about her through this story. I learned learned much more about her history and where she started in hotel and restaurant management and how she got to where she is now with network marketing. And I'm so grateful for her for taking the time to share her story with you, for giving advice to to anyone who's looking to make a change or who is unhappy with their current situation. And also talking about seasons of life and how the season you're in now isn't the season you're going to be in forever. And then to also make sure that we're giving ourselves grace on those days that aren't completely perfect. So thank you again to Jules for taking the time and thank you for listening. I look forward to talking to you again soon.